Hi, this is Maury Moreland Morrison, here to tell you GEICO has more than just great savings. Much more. Yes, while GEICO could help you rack up more moolah faster than you can say metamorphosis, they've also been the fastest-growing auto insurer for more than 10 years. That's more like it. Furthermore, GEICO has fast and friendly claim service. That might seem like an oxymoron, but it's not. All the more reason to say no other auto insurer has more more than GEICO. GEICO. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the FilmReview.com podcast. Uh, I am your host, FilmReview.com's own Mark Eastman, and with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And this week, we're doing Selfless, uh, be- just because uh, normally, uh, if you've listened to us before, you know we would be doing the big movie, right? but we just weren't doing Minions, no minions this, this week, week so... Uh, minions need, didn't need our help and, for anything. No, and we actually <laughs> talked about maybe doing both, which was not unheard of. Right. But there are um, some summer weeks where we will double up, but yeah, it went so minions went crazy, and yeah. I think it was like 115 million the last I saw, <laughs> yeah. um, which is is pretty gigantic, That's pretty great, especially when it's like a spinoff sequel. Yeah, um, it's at least an animated movie. So that's a surprise. And that's a surprising that one. I mean, that's when someone just looks and goes, "Well, you'll go see anything." Right. I mean, it, it opened bigger than Despicable Me too. Right. Which is kind of saying something when you're yeah. when you're the spinoff movie. Yeah. But I, but I hear it's really good. So right. You know yeah, whatever. I mean, it, you knew people were going to it anyway, right. but it's actually su- supposed to be pretty good. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Uh, it's just not on the top of my list. Anyway. Uh, so, but we're doing selfless, uh, Ben Kingsley, Ryan Reynolds, swap and minds, uh, fascinating movie. Yeah. We've got, uh, news to cover and we don't really have, you know, usually we have a lot of, uh, emails that span a lot of things this week, uh, <laughs> this week, all the emails were about the critic takedown. Right. So uh, hopefully you tuned in last week. You heard that uh, we started the critic takedown. We started it. I started it because uh, I got the idea because people kept sending us emails. Yeah. That uh, people kept sending us emails when we put the thing uh, up on the website that says, uh, here's the podcast. And if you want to email us and give us suggestions for what the next critic takedown should be, right. send them in. Right. We got a lot of emails that were the emails for that before it ever happened, right? <laughs> which is which is why kind of cool. Which is why I came up with it right. because for months and months, every once in a while, we'd get one. Usually, it was uh, because they said you guys should read this review, right? You thought because, this sucked, so look right. at this, or yeah. right? Um, or or was it ever really the or, opposite? Or like the other way around? This and you should right. look at this. Like this guy thinks it was bad. Uh, I can't imagine. Yeah, one, doing that. once in a while, we well, uh, actually, we have to do this. Is what I uh, am thinking now that we got all these emails. So anyway, we did it last yeah. week, and uh, apparently, people love it. Right, because we great. got we got a ton of emails. We love pleasing the people. Uh, some people went a little overboard and sent us, you know, like three or four suggestions, <laughs> or. Uh, That's all right. We got a few that were like just this critic, just pick anything. Yeah, <laughs> just, <laughs> that's awesome. Just uh, just pick that's any really movie funny. you wanna you wanna do. Was that Peter Travers? Man, everybody likes no. taking a swing at him. No, uh, right. you know, actually, I agree with him more than I don't. 
But when I don't agree with him, it's hard. I really it's don't really agree hard. with yeah. him. Yeah, I but, find when I'm in line with him, it's pretty close. Uh, but but you know, I'll, I'll tell you since we're on the uh, critic bashing yeah. uh, going on here, you know, most of the time I read his reviews. Yeah, it's like he doesn't say anything. It's like he can review things yeah. without saying anything. Somehow. I remember when Peter Travers reviews, and maybe actually, you know what? I'll, I'll preface this real quick just because we're shooting the breeze. I think I remember because <laughs> I was going to say I remember when Peter Travers reviews were a lot longer. In Rolling Stone. Oh yeah, yeah. They, and, you, and they, they used were, to they be. They were very yeah. long, and, and they, they and they were good, and they were, and they were fun. That was like the ago. first thing I would go read. And, yeah. And then the brevity of maybe publishing, maybe the you know maybe the money in publishing went away a little bit, and they were like, hey Pete, you're gonna have to cliff note. Yeah. Stuff. At, at some and point, it became not as at, at some engaging. point, and it was uh, I think I think I remember. See, I, <laughs> I, I think I think I'm remembering that. I think right. it was about five or six years ago. Yeah. All of a sudden, somebody said you get 400 words. Right. And that's it. And they cut it. And all and. And that's all, see, that's all he writes. I would even see on something like Metacritic, I'd see his, and I always liked Peter Travers, and and I would fire it up, and I'd be like, this is really short. I must have to go to rollingstone.com right. to see the real article, right. and I would go, and that was the real article. Right. And I'm like, you got four paragraphs, dude. What, yeah. what, how did that happen? Yeah, no, anyway. Um, <laughs> so, But we got so many emails. It was, it was insane. Mm. Uh, so we may do that every week. We may we, do that. All we will itself. apparently have plenty of oh, yeah. uh, suggestions well, cool. hey, of what to send do. Them in. So, uh, so we don't have any any real other questions. We didn't get a lot of other questions or anything. Huh. Um, uh, I will tell you, and we'll do this at the end of the show. Uh, like last week, we might as well stick with that. I don't know. That worked, so sure. why not? Uh, I will tell you, the movie is Jupiter Ascending. Yeah. So not not a movie we loved. So right. if you happen to be fans, this would be like a cool game too. Yeah. You keep, you listen to us regularly, then we'll just tell you the movie, then you know which way it's going to go at the end because you know <laughs> you that know we hated we it or loved like, it or whatever. Yeah. But I will I will say this, if you're listening in, okay? Um and you're sending in the suggestions, which is awesome. We have like a backlog now. We really have cool. we have things to pick from. We need some that go the other way cuz all oh. the suggestions we got were uh Movies we hated, right, and the critics who loved them, yeah, and and we should mix that up a little bit. We should right. have some movies that we, we love, some stuff, that and uh, the critics that yeah. other critics hated, yeah, whatever. You know, I'd I'd love to see a movie because you know that it's out there. I'd love to see a movie that we really liked and did the show yeah. and just talked all about probably how much it had problems, right? Because we that's do what, we, what do. we do. Uh, I, I would love to see though something that we really really liked and a critic who just you know right. gave it a zero or just and there'll be tore people it apart out there because you know what what we were talking about Peter Travers somebody else might like you know Stephanie Zakrak or right. or somebody else who's just not a fan of a horror film or a big right, summer right. blockbuster and they just can't wait to get back to their art house film sure so. That shouldn't be too hard. Anyway, uh, but we do have – so, uh, you know, keep those coming in. We yeah. do have news uh, to talk about because we did get some response on the news. It was funny. Right. We'd, we'd get emails. Uh, hey, that's cool. You do news now or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, here's my suggestion for the critic that I hate that you should, <laughs> should take a break. I love the email. Uh, yeah, emails are uh, awesome. We may get to the point where we just start reading some emails because right. – uh, you know, if they I, get colorful enough. I don't know, especially when we're doing a, a movie that we don't need to talk about. There are right. enough movies. So big news is Minions, really. Yeah. Um, that's big news. Going back throughout the week. So I try to just you know pick out some things 
through throughout the whole week, not necessarily that it you know is news right this second. Oh, but right, you okay. know, I mean, right. you know. So early in the week uh, was the big news for me was Marissa Tomei. Is, oh, being Aunt May is is Aunt May and Spider Man, right. and uh, you know so. It wasn't even that they officially announced it like it's a done deal. <laughs> yeah. they, they they just were in talks with her to potentially be, and I guess right. you know by I don't know if by now it's like completely full up. Right. The beginning of the week it was just you know people were talking to her. There was a suggestion that this might happen. The internet exploded. They really yeah they loved it or they hated it. It went it was really it weird. Went nuts. I, now I didn't see anyone who loved it. I saw a few who loved it. I saw a few people. It was really weird. I saw a few people who said, uh, "Yeah, that's cool because uh, I wouldn't mind being attracted to Aunt May." So yeah, that's fine, creepy. you know. Yeah. I, didn't, and I don't. Then, I don't. And then most message board. And then most people who said, "Yeah, I, I think something will be messed up if I'm attracted to Aunt May." You're on Reddit, too and much. Uh, you know, Marissa told me it's weird because um, she very recently she was in a movie that I loved. Um, that I can't remember the name of. Okay. Uh, sure. <laughs> the, uh, that one. No, it's love. Love. Love is. Love is normal. Oh, I don't know. It's John that Lithgow. Familiar, right. It's a. Right. Uh, it's John Lithgow. Uh, really small, like uh, indie movie. Yeah. Uh, about two gay men who, yeah. you know, right. been married air quotes whatever for a really long time they have alfred, to live apart yeah yeah alfred molina's alfred in molina. it love is strange or yeah it's love is strange yeah i don't even have to uh, okay um anyway she's in that right yeah. and uh and she's hot in it yeah. <laughs> and she's yeah. not really trying to be she, she's just she's, just, she's a, just great she's just a normal person yeah i mean she's not she's not supposed to be dressing scantily right, or right. you know whatever <laughs> But you know she's she's hot in it, yeah. and it's not very much later she's gonna be Aunt May. I mean, yeah. Aunt May is like super old, gray-haired per- person in the comic books of Spider-Man. Right. Aunt May is like ancient. Is like one shade from drawing a corpse. Yeah. I mean, she's yeah, little so old looking, right? You know where this comes from, right? I don't. I don't. I don't know I'm, where I'm it just, comes from. I'm just throwing this out. But you know, this comes from like Diane Lane being Ma Kent. Like Diane Lane Maybe, is hot, I guess. And now all of a sudden, people think she's old enough to play, you know, Ma Kent, who is typically, you know, grandmotherly. Now yeah, they're trying uh, to do this. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I think it's, I think it's completely bizarre. So it wasn't bad enough that the yeah. internet exploded because they announced Spider-Man was going to be somebody that most right. people hadn't heard of. Right. So like we Didn't could matter. crank this up a notch. Yeah, right. we could. We could <laughs> get more hits. Let's they, get some more yeah, trending. they they yeah. should just do weird things on purpose. Sure. You right. know, let's. Uh, Denzel yeah. Washington's going to be Spider Man. Right, exactly. I heard that. Yeah, I don't know. I think it would be weird though. I think it's because <laughs> even if he's in high school, right. and and it's not like it's you know physically impossible for her to be the right. grandmother of a right. person in high school. It's obviously not that kind of age. Right. But still, the character is a really old lady. If you're going at all by the comics, right? You know she's really old. Yeah. Right. I mean, she's not just kind of old. No. I mean, it's so. It's it. It smells like it's one of those like you'll see on the stands every once in a while if you're not paying attention. It'll say Spider Man. 2099 or something. It's like another version of him right. in an alternate universe where right. his parents were only 15 years older. 
you know, and it's this thing where she's now that would be, be cool. She's going to be like a contemporary but, on. But then you know. we hear things also where uh, the makers of the film, the directors of the film, the producers of the film are yeah. all talking about how it's going to be like a John Hughes movie, <laughs> right. Spider Man. Yeah. Hey, and, and, and what what could that mean? I don't know. That's why I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, so but uh, after the last two Spider Men, I'm open for a little playing around. You know, yeah. If they want, if they wanted to do something you nuts, do that, let's try something different. Because they, what they can't make anything worse, right? right? Uh, right. They might as well try something. Okay. Uh, other news: um, Star Wars Rogue One is going to have Darth Vader. That was big news. That was people big. were uh, talking about a lot. Apparently he's he's going to be in Rogue One in much the way that the Emperor was in right. like the first, the first and tri- second. Yeah. Uh well he was like in the third. Yep. Uh, but in like the first two, yeah. uh the the real first two, right? right. It was just like the ho- we're just t- reporting in yeah. you know, whatever. <laughs> we're just talking to the hologram or yeah. or on a screen Quick or whatever. Blip, and then like, that will that's how that's Darth it. Vader is right. supposedly gonna be in it. That could be a trick. Maybe he's really gonna be in it, but who knows? But he's going to be in it at all, and that's cool. And I got to tell you, the Rogue One movie looks kind of cool. And uh, yeah. you know, I said this uh, when I I was talking about this on FilmReview.com this week. It it's more of an interesting thing to me what will happen with Rogue One than even what will happen huh. with the next actual Star Wars movie. Right, seven. Because what's going to happen and how much we're going to really try to make something good with all these spinoffs, right. I think that's the big that's the deal, yeah, right? I agree. Because I agree. the regular movies, I mean, everyone's going to go. They're going to be super blockbusters. No it doesn't what. matter, yeah. you know, but all of these spinoff ones, I mean, everyone's going to go to these spinoff ones too, I guess. But we get more of an answer of, uh, you know, did Disney buy this just because they uh, conveniently have – the factory in Japan that's right. <laughs> they can produce. that's like pre-set up for the toys we're going to sell or yeah, whatever. Sure. Like they got a good deal on uh, on this factory <laughs> and then they said, well, now we got to buy well, Star Wars. And then uh, and we have these little figures They and we say, uh, okay, there's some aliens that look like right. this in the movie. Right. But these could be awful. Yeah. And so I think, you know, for me, the question is, are they going to really do serious stuff? Right. And I think we get more of that answer in the first, the spinoffness than necessarily we do in the real one. I actually thought, you know, this is a weird time for news anyway, not that our segment, but just news and entertainment because it's Comic-Con and everything major is coming out of Comic-Con. Well, Con. exactly. I thought, and I the, thing is, first, uh, the thing is really there is no news right, because there's only Comic-Con. Right. Right? Comic-Con's yeah, the news. No, I, I kind of thought your first lead, and maybe it's others, but I thought you were going to lead with, you know, that new Star Wars trailer, which is more of a behind the scenes kind of thing. And the Dawn of Justice, the new Superman Batman trailer, because those seem to be just everywhere. Right, but that's not news, really. Right. That's just I just want more in the feed. Of, I just of I, what I happened to come. You know, well, you I can just tell, you can it. have news. You no, can no, talk. About I got it. no news. I saw those trailers. Yeah, they but were, they were really, exactly. You know, see, that's what okay, I'm saying. Go watch the trailers. How's here's that news? The, here's the only news, and this is, and like you said, this is maybe because I'm I'm not a big J.J. Abrams fan of late, and that new trailer, though I think you can shine up any piece of crap anytime, you know, and make it look presentable. I, I was kind of interested in the film after seeing that trailer, which isn't even a trailer. It's more like a behind the scenes thing, cat right, footage. Right. It it was it was engaging in a way. And I was kind of surprised at how much I'm like, yeah, I, I, I got more interested in the film than I did seeing the Millennium Falcon spinning in the first trailer, yeah. which I found curious. So that right. was my news. And then the, then the Dawn of Justice one was just... 
it was it was strange to see. Uh, I got excited about yeah. seeing that too, and you know, I didn't think I, I was gonna. Yeah, I'm not I don't. I don't know Zack about Snyder that movie. I don't know about that movie. I think at it's all. still a great looking trailer. But I remember seeing the Man of Steel trailer and going for one of the versions. I'm like, that looks like a great film. So much so that when we went to go see the film, we were both kind of nervous. Like, man, this could be really great. But if it stinks, that's a wicked yeah, lesson. Yeah, so. I don't, I don't know. You know that movie for me, it just looks what it's trying to put forward in the trailer that we saw. Yeah. It's just like such a political, you know, yeah. nonsense, yeah. soapbox looking thing. Yeah. Why is that your trailer? If that's, right. if that's not all you're going to get in the movie, pretty much, why yeah. is that your trailer? Why is well, it so it, heavy on that? Yeah. Except that they can do that and <sighs> hardly give anything away. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's So it. who knows? But it's, it's strange to see like two trailers with Jesse Eisenberg and, you know, two different films and see that following right. his stoner super spy film. And that one looks good. I'm way more interested in the I, stoner spy I think that movie. looks really fun. That and then I see awesome. him in Dawn of Justice, and I think he's the absolute worst thing that looks present in that film at all. I think he's right. horrible in that. And I, I, I hope I'm wrong. I, I think the whole movie. But that thing looks I, I think like the good. whole movie has a pretty serious chance of being horrible from start to finish. I don't yeah. know. We'll I don't know. I don't get the whole thing really. Yeah, it's like you know, right. Batman versus Superman. I don't really get that because yeah there was more news when people uh finally (laughs) admitted that there was going to be kryptonite in it right and i'm like did we need that news is that how there's no fight if there's no no kryptonite i mean superman (laughs) just stands there and goes yeah i mean i still think it's 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 weird that i mean i guess like batman has to find this the kryptonite in order to fight superman you know i i don't know i don't i don't get the whole thing but I thought it was funny that everyone went, yay, there's kryptonite. Right. And I was thinking, well, what a duh. I mean, he just, I don't know. He's Superman. Yeah. We're going to need it. Anyway, yeah, uh, we're spending too much time on the news already. Uh, So another cool thing that is fairly recent, actually, uh, Hugh Jackman uh, confirmed by saying out loud, right, which is, what, of people, which is real, I guess, what that means. Real people. Wolverine 3 is going to be the old man Logan yeah. uh, storyline, which is uh, crazy cool in its own way and also very weird. But I like it, and I'm scared of it again, because yeah. I liked it when Wolverine, Wolverine, I mean, it's weird because it's it's just called Wolverine. Right, right. <laughs> so, yeah. It's. I was about to say Wolverine too, but that's not right, what that's it's called. Right? Just Wolverine. Um, the Wolverine. Yeah. 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 It's all crazy. Yeah. I was excited when that story was what that movie was going right. to be about, right. and then not so much actually. What yeah. the movie what came out and what they did with it and everything. I didn't hate it as much as you hated it. I hated it. the end. But uh, oh, no, I didn't like the end. But uh, lots of the movie was fun. But yeah. I love the idea of the old Logan story being yeah. something they're gonna. Yeah. spend a movie worth of time on but then also i'm scared of that because right, right. who knows it was so weird to see his flip-flop like he was saying at one point not very long ago last year you know he's like i'm gonna play wolverine until they tear it from me right and then it was almost like the next weekend someone's like hey hugh you said he's like oh, yeah, i'm done yeah i forget there was that story too like he, that was he really talked strange. about who told him that yeah and i Forget who it was right now, but that was it. That was in the news not long ago that he talked about what the conversation was and who he had it with. Right. 
where someone says, ah, look, dude, you just want to be Wolverine. I don't think that's right. what you want to do. And I, he said, okay. I and thought it, now was, he doesn't I thought it do was working out for him real well. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. But it has been like 12 years or something now, hasn't it? Like 10 or 12 years since the very first time. I don't know. It's been a long Man, time. Man, X-Men came out in 99. No, 2001. Jeez. Yeah, anyway. It, it, yeah, that's the important thing. All right, uh, and then final news because uh, I'm crossing stuff out. I'm like David Letterman here. I'm like crossing stuff out on my notes. You got a long list there. Yeah. Uh, so final thing, the Iron Giant is uh, coming back out in theaters on September movie. 30th, and it's uh, it's actually crazy awesome. It's one of my favorite animated movies. Me too. I still feel like it's very underrated. Yep. Even though people like it, but it doesn't get any attention. It's uh Brad Bird's first feature length movie. Yeah. And it's going to be remastered and it's going to have two new scenes put into it. Yep. And it's going to be in theaters on September 30th. And then I think some of the theaters are going to also put it on a couple days after right. at like a noon slot yep. so that, you know, more kids can go to it or yep. whatever. But uh, that's and then it's going to be maybe a couple of months. I don't remember exactly. And then it'll uh, come out on yeah, like maybe. Blu-ray and stuff. But uh, it's it's such a good movie. And I feel like somehow that just like missed a it win- missed everything. It, it missed like a window of yep. uh, really huge animated releases when uh, a few years ago, yeah. you know, really took off. And you could have stuff like Minions and right. Inside Out really go really killing stuff yeah and it just it just didn't you know it wasn't fluffy enough or something it didn't look pretty enough or something in the trailers it's just it's a little serious you know and it uh it didn't have enough stuff you could sell yeah (laughs) really it's almost like an animated shawshank redemption the film never did any good but it seems like everybody loves it right and except that except that no one talks about it but if you ask people they're like oh yeah i love that but I always say it's the uh, best I, thing Vin Diesel ever did. I love that movie. And, you know, it's a weird thing, too, to go back and look at that movie because it's one of the first things he did. Yeah. I mean, he only has, like, he's only got, like, three or four little credits before that. He doesn't have, like, yeah. you know, they didn't put Vin Diesel huge on the no, poster because no, everybody knew where he knew who he was, right? Anyway, uh, so don't miss that, and uh, we should actually get to the movie. So Selfless. Um, yeah. I should make a, a quick note here. Actually. Man, I love Brad Bird's stuff. Uh, I mean, I know... I, I do, too, and he doesn't actually have as much as right. uh, you might think. I mean, it, I know it he, almost seems like he's well, done more than he's actually done. Right. He's right? only done, but, like, 10 or 11 movies, I Right, think. but then if you look at The Incredibles, like, so, you know, he does animated movies with just kind of that, that one more level yeah. of, you know complexity to what's going on and even compared to really good movies i mean other good animated movies right but his are just like there's just a little bit more going on you know he's got like the weirdest and this is like a pixar thing anyway but he's got like the weirdest respect for kids yeah that he's making that he's making movies where he's like He's like the uh, new movie-making Mr. Rogers or something right. who just right. thinks that you know just kids fi- are better than adults. He finds, he finds so many interesting ways to make characters relatable, and he just puts heart in everything. And in a weird way, like it just didn't work for Tomorrowland. Right. You know, but and, stand by him. anytime he's, he's on the marquee, I'm always going. Right. I don't care. It doesn't matter. He's done enough. Right. 
All right. Anyway, selfless. Uh, and uh, he did the uh, Mission Impossible. I loved Ghost Protocol. One, so oh, it was yeah. great. Yeah, that was really good. Uh, okay, selfless. So we're gonna uh, jump right out with the ratings. Yeah. And uh, I gotta tell you, this is uh, I say this a lot, and I, I'm I'm noticing oh, that God. I say this a lot. This was uh, a hard one to rate for me because this was a weird experience watching this movie. <laughs> yeah, this, like watching this movie was. Almost at one point, you wanted to like look around and right. see if if it was a prank. It was just right. such a weird vibe of watching the movie. Um, but we're just going to throw the rate. I am really solidly right exactly in the middle at five. Huh. I, I thought there were, there was a lot of stuff I liked about it. There was a lot of stuff I didn't like about it. I didn't really hate stuff about it. Yeah. But there was stuff about it I didn't like, and it just really all oddly balanced out for me and it, i just that's interesting. I, I just that's thought cool. it, i just thought it was very yeah that's cool but it's weird because i don't want to say it's average <laughs> no <laughs> because I think, it's I, not I, average I think what you're saying it's is just it, five it's, it's five because <laughs> it managed to have some strengths but man it had detriments right and it wasn't an average film it just wound up and i think that's i think average. that's a weird problem yeah. with ratings and how yeah. you think of them because right. your average movie is worse than this right except but wait right this <laughs> I mean, this almost felt like, in a lot of ways, a movie that you see that feels very low budget. And I don't mean for the aesthetic. I actually just mean, like, when I think of this movie, the experience I had, it was almost like when you look at the screen and you see somebody accidentally in the background that shouldn't be there, and you see the microphone shadow on the wall. Right. It's like they knocked like, it out really quick it, it and felt, only had it so felt much very money. Fast. It felt like, you know, if in, in other ways... Um, it almost felt like when you see somebody who used to be on a full-time TV series and they do a movie on their hiatus, like it's a very quick production. And right. you, can, you can tell because they only had like four weeks off, and, so and they do it. it. It's like um, – it, it reminds me because it's funny. When you go to one of these websites like filmmistakes.com oh, yeah. or stuff like that, and you see like pictures of how they mess stuff yeah. up or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, you see a picture of, like, Ben-Hur and, you know, right. some guys li- listen to, like, a Walkman right. yeah. in the background or something like that. Yeah. And, you know, all that stuff happens, like, every day, 50,000 times a day when yeah. people are making movies. And sometimes you go, now, how much does it cost me to shoot that whole thing again? again. Or, right. can, or, or, can I, or can right. I just yeah. try and hide that guy yeah. somehow? And this movie kind of felt a little bit like that. Like, if something something bad happens in the background that you didn't want to happen. You right. go, eh, I'm going to keep that. Whatever. <laughs> I hope nobody pays attention right. to it. Uh, I'm at three. I, I didn't like it. I, I, I started disliking it more and more though at this is, this is a hair under two hours. It's like one hour and 56 minutes, but man, it feels, and long. you were right. When we walked out, you're like, did that just feel like longer than it needed to be? And, and I don't mean in our cranky old, like let's hurry this up kind of thing. No, no. It just really dragged. No, it, it's really funny. Cause we went in and I didn't know exactly how long it was. I didn't either, but I actually had to be somewhere. <laughs> I had like yeah. a big window cause I'm just going to see a movie. Right. I had like a pretty big window, but I actually had to be somewhere. And at one point I went, wait a minute. Right. How long is, is this, this the director's cut? How long yeah. have I been sitting here? Well, I, I mean, I felt, I, I felt like there's some really interesting and fun things that happened in the film. And most of those fun and interesting things happened in the movie for me within the first 30 to 40 minutes. And yeah. then it precipitously falls. Yeah. It fails. And, and it increased my dislike of what I was willing to forgive initially 
in those first 40 or 50 minutes that I right. actually did like. And I forgave a lot of things. The most, the most notable is how terrible, you know, and I'm not going to put the blame on Ryan Reynolds specifically because I don't know that, you know, Terrence Singh didn't have something to do with this, but he didn't even try to act like Ben Kingsley was in his body a moment. Yeah, not really. And, and after I've seen Looper, which again is a, this, we refer to it seemingly now every week in some way, but it's like the gold standard for these uh, time travel films, which we did Terminator about, and now this like I jumped my body into another body. Right. You don't have to be great at it. Right. You know, maybe what maybe what Singh did was he saw Ryan Reynolds try to impersonate Ben Kingsley, and he was so bad at it he went, you right. know what, just forget it. Like right. when somebody says your accent sucks, just speak American. <laughs> right. You know, and maybe that's what happened. But I think Ryan Reynolds is actually a very talented guy. I think he's just often miscast in things. Yeah, he has been in a lot of really but good stuff. He, you know, I kept waiting for him to just do a Joseph Gordon-Levitt. You know, where you don't have to get everything down. What you have to do is you have to give me an echo that this person was there. Now, that's a harder gig because he's portraying someone in Looper that he hasn't even become yet. This, he became this person with his mannerisms and his manifests and his, and his diction, you know, his dictation of right. like, just like his attitude of this real heavy New Yorker. Yeah. You're transferred in that body now. You don't have to grow into that. That's you right now. And as soon as Ryan Reynolds opens his eyes, Ryan Reynolds is like the guy from Waiting or, you know, right. or Blade, you know, just any film. He's just this likable personality, kind of charismatic guy who then just starts to proceed to shoot and kill everything. And right. there's no hint of you Ben know, Kingsley in him yeah, anywhere, you know, except the, when they the tell thing us. That, the thing that really kind of that me uh, irritated me, uh, you know, it, for me it wasn't so it, – it's weird how you can have, like, a, you know, different, I guess, segment of, like, the same problem, right? Right. Like on the one hand, the 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 problem might might be like they could have had Ben Kingsley, you know, have certain mannerisms and right. uh, just you know whatever. Like it's weird that they throw it out that when he when they want to figure out who the other guy the is, the British doctor, right, with his then, glass then, thing. Then that's how they do it, right? Because right. he just still acts like that, right? Yeah. But then when they have Ryan Reynolds, they go, yeah, nothing, right. Didn't that matter. that didn't really bother me so much that he didn't kind of show off these mannerisms. Right. I, I feel like he kind of acted like uh, the guy would act without a body. Right. Like he said the things Agreed. that he would say. Yep. And he said them in the way that he would say them, maybe. Um, I didn't have that much problem with that. What I had a problem with was uh, all of a sudden you're Ben Kingsley and you're this – he so. Ben Kingsley is, you know, Donald Trump. Right, basically. I, I'm I'm not sure if they didn't actually get Donald Trump's apartment for him for him to be yeah. in. I mean, right. he looked like yeah. He looked like Donald Trump. He acted like him uh, a little bit. Uh but he looked like he lived in his apartment. If he if it wasn't actually his apartment, it looked just like right. you know, everything yeah. in the apartment's dipped in gold. All gold, everything. And it's yeah. and it's completely ridiculous looking. Right. So there's right. your Donald Trump. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right there. But so he's super uber rich, you know, uh, real estate guy in New York. And as soon as he gets a new body, so he, he's sick and he's dying. And we, we have the new process where we transfer your mind into a new body. Right. And blah, 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 blah. And as soon as you do that, all and you but there's a kind of a weird thing in this a little bit, I think, where 
you know, you have to still be dead, sort of. Right. You have to let yourself be dead. Yeah. yeah, Your your old life is over. You have to start a whole new life and be a whole new person. And you get to have like a bunch of your money still and all that. So that's good. But but it's not like you can continue on. Right. Right. You still have to start over. Right. So Ben Kingsley gets a new life and gets a new body. All he wants to do is play basketball and work out. Right. And I'm watching right. it going, what? Right, that's not him. I mean, I could see now if you're – and he's not even that old. It's not like not he right. dies when he's like 85 right. or something. Yeah. I mean, he's he not, just has a, he has he's a, not he has a, super a old. Cancer. Yeah, right. he's he's got uh, cancer. It's not like he's super, super old and he's, you know hasn't really ran right. in like yeah. 40 years yeah, or right. whatever. I don't know. I could see at first, you know, you go into the gym and you go, wow, okay, good. I, I have a nice body right. I'm and I'm young yeah. and all that. Right. And, uh, you know, he wants to run for a while or do something like right. that. But, you know, th- it, that's just not him. Right. It's not like he used to do that when he was younger. He used right. to spend all his time on the basketball court. Yeah. And, uh, right. you know, as soon as he's in Ryan's, Ryan Reynolds' body, it's like he's there three times a week at least. Yeah. And it's I, I just was going, you know – when he's driving the cars and the boats right. and stuff, I'm like, yeah, okay. okay. He's a young, rich guy. He's got right. a new body. He's going to get in this hot car and drive around and be young right. or, or whatever. Yep. But, man, he was just always working out right. and he was always playing. And I'm like, you know, that I just don't feel like that's that guy. Right. You know, if, if you're that guy, you were that guy before. And, and, and now, all of a sudden, you have a new body, you don't become a totally you different. don't become someone different and yeah. and i guess just to flesh out a second like that wasn't my major... not that we're even really talking about the movie well no <laughs> i mean like it, i guess for me and it doesn't I, I said that first but it wasn't just that you know he didn't have the tone of voice or he didn't like kind of walk the same page. no right he just did but not this, is, this was like the first, that guy. this was the yeah. first mistake in the story my big problem with the whole film is how bad the story is because i actually like ryan reynolds in uh, again he's he's miscast in a film but i think he's like engaging i think he's watchable and when he's doing his thing whether he's playing the smarmy smart alecky comeback guy or he's actually having a heartfelt moment i like those right i just wish he'd get a good role and 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 bask in it but the writing in this which started off with all these really interesting premises both about uh social status age you know immortality uh technology in our you know corporate lives things like right. that and it just seemed to be so interested in bringing these things up yet so quick to just push them aside and rush to like just movie trope of action films you know and it it, it doesn't take very long for what seems to be like thoughtful and maybe like ex machina like ask me some really interesting right. questions put me in a Put me in a predicament where I have to wonder, like, what is humanity? What is mortality? Like, do you reconcile these? No, let's just let's just start shooting people because there's a lot of guys in raincoats right. and and dark glasses. And and, and, and you know what was, what like, was really what, what was kind of really irritating on that end of the spectrum, I guess, very quickly was, uh, you know, all of a sudden it throws out this thing about, uh, you know, do you stop taking the pills? Right. And then, and as soon as it says it, it's like gone. It's right. it's like you drove by it in a really yeah. fast car. It's yep. like here it comes, it's gone. Yep. And they don't really. I mean, that's where we kind of get in the end and right. all that. But right. but man, we don't even. There's no attention at all. It, we don't think it. about yeah. it at all, really. It's just we move on. I've I've got stuff to do, so I have to take the pill. So just, that's it, that's all I need to know. In the end, right? I've seen a few films that this film seems to have been impressed by, or maybe based upon. 
you know, and the least of them is Limitless, which was Bradley Cooper and Robert De Niro in a pill taking, you know, kind of film. And and I love that film, and it just feels like it took all the stuff that it wanted to take from other things and make a better story, and it didn't succeed in taking anything at all. Right. You know, for me, effectively anyway. For me, I I liked a lot of it. I liked a lot of the stuff that Ryan Reynolds did. He's once, really good. Once we got to a certain point in the the story, kind of backs you away from uh, caring that he doesn't seem like Ben right. Kingsley. Yeah. Because yeah. It, it's got a story it's about – it's got a, a tale yep. of why he's maybe not and why he's all of a sudden, you know, super martial arts guy and it all, right. you know, yeah. whatever. There are, there are things that it kind of explains in its own way. And I was okay with it. And I was I was willing to play along with the movie mostly because I wanted to know how it was going to get to different places. Right. And I liked a lot of what it was doing. And then all of a sudden what happened was – uh, it it had a beginning and it had an end. Right. And like so many movies, a lot of the stuff that happened in the middle is what has to happen to get to the end I want. Yeah. And and it just kept doing stuff. And I, and then I hated it. Right. And it was doing like really irritating versions of things, especially when that's just not what that guy would do. Right. And, and then I'm watching it going, that isn't what I would do. Right, and that guy is close enough to me. Yeah, in a lot of, in a lot of ways that there, you know the the when I completely wrote off the movie and then wanted to leave and it was on too long <laughs> and, and even though I give it a five, I liked a lot of stuff that yeah. happened in it. But when he goes and finds his wife, right, and then you know then uh, of course he gets captured and everything. Uh, or kind of captured right. or whatever, and has they have to have the big fight and everything, and then at the end they just take off. Yeah, there's no way that is what would happen. Right, because he's already taken out all the bad guys. All he has to do is go back inside. Right, to the old folks' home with the one guy with no gun and no one in between him and that guy who can stop yeah. him. Why wouldn't he? And he's got a gun. Right. Right. There's no way he just goes, well, look, we got to get out we of here. Take off. We, we right. got to get out of here because the movie's not over yet. Right. Not because of anything that makes any sense, right. but just because we have other stuff to do and I have other, I have other places I, more I, I want you yeah. to be. Yeah. And I want you to, you know, find out things in a certain progression because that's how we get to the ending I want and stuff. But man, that scene was horrible. Yeah. If it's, Almost like if they could have just not had that scene at all, yeah. it, it would have been better if we would have just got somewhere yeah. else in a different way. But then he gets, you know, he, he has to go there to get a certain amount of information. Right. And then he has to leave. Right. And the whole thing is just written like, you know, seriously, he, he has to take out all these people. And that's it. There's nothing left. All he has to do is go back inside the house. The movie's over. And that's it. And and it's an old folks' home. No right. one's going to no stop gonna him. Get his way. Yeah. And he, you know, he yeah. once he gets going, you know, he's almost like there's like a weird Hulk trigger. Yeah. You, you know, it, he's he's not. He can't kick your ass until you're about to kick his ass. Right. Well, it's all, the Jason Bourne. Thing. And then like, it, yeah, I, yeah, it just I takes over with every bit right. of technology. Yeah. Um, right. His body is trained, even right. though his mind his mind is in there somewhere. Yeah. And still. Right still can make him a fighting machine or whatever. And, and even, even to the point in that scene, you know, when the guy actually 
you know, kind of gets the drop on him. Yeah. And like goes, hi, dad, or whatever. And he looks around. Right. I'm like, eh, not that guy. Right. <laughs> you know, you can't make your guy, you know, the number one Navy SEAL that all <laughs> other Navy SEALs go, oh, don't fuck yeah, with don't him, him, right? Yeah. And then at the same time go, look over there. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> and you fall for it. Some of the stuff, you know, okay, so that's that's some of the stuff I didn't like. But like what you just reminded me, you know, there are things that they do really well. And again, we, you know, I like all the performances in the film. I actually really like all the performances in the film. It's the story that they're all centered around. Like I like Matthew Good, who's the British guy. Yeah, I like the he's girlfriend. Great. The, the kid's fine. Nothing, nothing extraordinary, right. but the kid's fine. And Ben Kingsley's great man. He's just not in it very I, long. I even really uh, like, but, and I can't remember his name, but uh, uh, he's in every everything. The character actor. I'll get his name in a second. Yeah. But uh, you know, Ben Kingsley's friend. Yeah, yeah, right. The lawyer guy. He, he's he's, great. he's, he's good, and he could have been horrible. Right. And he has a lot of stuff to do that could just easily, easily be awful. Eat up stuff. Right. But I I like the stuff because as as frustrated as I was getting with the story they were telling, and and I don't actually feel like I shorted the film by reviewing a film I didn't get to see because it wasn't what I wanted to see. I, I feel like I'm negative on it because they, they gave me a bad film. Right. But they had so many good touches. Like I like the idea of the, the you know, the total recall. We're going to put you in a different body kind of thing. And you're going to take these pills. And the reason why isn't it because of a MacGuffin, but because it's going to get that old personality out of your head. And eventually after a few you know doses, It'll be gone forever. I like that. Right. And then you don't have to take them anymore. And then you, yeah, and then, and then you win. To them. Right. And right. Then, you, then this is yours for good. <clears throat> but I also like the idea, which is kind of this memento kind of feeling, which is Ryan Reynolds really starts figuring out what's happening because the Ben Kingsley character hasn't rid himself from the Ryan Reynolds character yet. Right. He's having these flashbacks and he decides to follow up on them. And And as much as I dislike some of the bad writing... I like, you know, he's basically got like this water tower pumpkin image. Right. And he's trying to, it's like the ring and memento. He's basically going online and he's trying to find this place and he finds it and it turns out he lives around the corner. I actually kind of like not the semantics of that, but I like that idea that you're getting these echoes of this life and that's the, that's the story that's pushing on. Right. I didn't like the flip side to things, which is, you know, shredding, which is that new terminology for rich people who want to jump bodies. Right is so top secret that you can find it out on Wikipedia. Well, you Google it, you just Google it, and it's not the first hit, it's not the second, but it's on the first page. You just well, have to go down a little bit. Well, right, but that's and, that's because somebody's talking right, about it. Right, I know. It. But I was just like, ah, this isn't that super secret of a club. But it, it, it later, like when they would just frustrate me to the point of like real mundane. And the dogs here. Yeah. Real mundane, like trope stuff. They would throw some little thing in like that. Like, this is the world. These are the rules of our world. Right. And I'm like, God, that's great. Do more of that. You know, yeah. And, you know, there's, and there's so did. much going on. This is what, this is a movie, too, that I think suffers from trying to have a lot going on, which you want a movie to have a lot going on. Yeah. But this one has so much going on that then, you know, like we say this all the time, once it gets bad, then I'm allowed to think of this stuff. Right. You know, right. Then, then I'm then I'm allowed to. <laughs> yeah. You. And, and, you know, so one of the problems that I have with the movie ultimately is uh, his henchmen. So oh, yeah, Ma- Matthew guy. Good is this. Uh, yeah. Is this, well, first of all, the whole thing that he's like, he's the guy he's playing ball with or whatever. Yeah. Like, no. Right. That, right. You know, that that's too over the top. But even beyond that, 
Yeah. So you're this Matthew Good character, right? And you've created the blah blah blah. Right. I mean, you've right. you've created the widget to immortality <laughs> or whatever it is, yeah. right? The little machine that you know. It's it's funny how uh, you can have awesome magical stuff just with like stuff spins around their lights. Yeah. Right. Magic happens. Yeah. It's cool. The the people who work for him. Yeah. Have way too much information about how it works. Yep. Because that Russian guy, that Russian guy would just be the leader. Right. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be like, I right. know, I, I saw you push that button here. Yeah. I know this And then you it. did this. And then this lever goes this way. And you cash Now I'm in charge. Like 250 <laughs> right. billion. Right. right. And there's too many of them, too. Yeah. They, they got like a right. whole, you know, there's, if there were like five guys, maybe. Right. Right. But they've got, you know, They've got all these technicians. He shoots so many people <laughs> on his on his way out. Yeah. I'm like, there there's that many people in right, there in that room. Then there's all these technicians everywhere. You know, they got like a receptionist. It's like, yeah. how many people are in this <laughs> yeah. pie that yeah. that no one's going to spill the beans right. about anything? Somebody at that place is going to right. is going to put on Facebook that you can live forever. Here's how it works. Right. I took a bunch of pictures right i mean they're not even in like a you know it's one thing to be like the government and have like your secrets because yeah. you know you're in a building that's you know a million miles right. below somewhere. Yeah. right they're in like a warehouse with like you know if somebody moves a curtain right everyone knows everything yeah. right i mean it's just well they're in like uh, a mardi gras storage facility you know that's like that's the next best thing to yeah, <laughs> to the super secret. I, I also like. I, I'd be fine with exactly how everything was, and they're hiding there, and no one's going to mm-hmm. go there anyway. If maybe there was like a total of five people who knew about it. Yeah, right. You know, right. but but you just can't keep adding people to something, yeah. and and nothing's going to get out. I don't care how much you pay them, right. because fine, you paid me, I, but I, still. I still enjoyed, you know, it was it was just frustrating, you know, because when you first started to say like this was a, you know, at the start, you're like, I know I say this every week, but this was kind of a hard one for me. You know, I, I feel it because it was it was such a it was such a weird experience. It, right. it wasn't even that it was like super hard to judge. Yeah. I don't know. In the movie itself, for for its credit and detriment, both, it's not uneven. You know, it's not like it's really fast paced and really slow and talky. Like it's actually kind of. I mean, it's really long, but it it's kind of steady. Right. Yet the but writing, the goodness of it, it does long. really, it does really. But the writing has like these highs and lows, you know, and then when it starts doing a bunch of really stupid action film things because he's a badass and we got to have him kill seven right, people, right. you know, then he's like, hey, wait, I, I have an idea. Maybe I can find out where the British guy is by looking up this old footage, finding his wife. Oh, she's still alive. Guess I'll go pay her a visit. Like right. that stuff's really kind of smart. Right. And then, and, and then he and, watches the YouTube video and yeah. then wait a minute, who's He's this like, guy in the background of the YouTube video? Right. And that, that they, was, they, that was they cool. That was cool. Together fairly well. And I'm, I'm all right with that film. Right. right. And then it's just, but, it's just, so, you know, the one thing that I did want to say before we uh, uh, wrap up on this and get to uh, the critic takedown, oh, uh, yeah. you, the, it was such a weird experience. And I was trying to think of, what, I mean, it really was surreal to watch it. I, I mean, I was watching it, and there were long spans where I was – it's almost like I didn't know what was happening anymore. Like, yeah. am I watching a movie? Is right. This, it was really weird. And, you know, the thing that jumped out at me, and only because it happened to be recent probably, is uh, that TV show Zoo yeah. on uh, CBS right now, right? It's a James Patterson book. And as I as I watched that TV show – 
there's a there was a similar experience I had I think where uh, it god awful show by the way uh, I mean we'll get <laughs> to that. It, we'll, we'll, that we'll get to that and it'll make sense but right. that's a, that might work as a book right but it for me it's a little bit like uh, several Stephen King books yeah uh, for me like Cujo and like Pet Cemetery yeah. right yeah as a book okay right because if I'm reading a book and a dog is scary. Then I'll go, okay, a dog's scary. Right. If you try to show me a scary dog, right. it will never work. Right. Right. Because I still have a gun. Right. And that's still right. just a dog. And that zoo TV show, it's so weird. It's almost for me like it's making fun of itself. It you know, the animals are taking over right. and they're uh, attacking people and, and everyone's very scared. Yeah. And and I'm you know, there's a bunch of lions get in a group and all of a sudden you know, people who have been around lions their whole lives and have guns right. are like really nervous right. and freaked out. And I'm going, really? I mean, drop one. First of all, you know, no one's around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're not like shooting people in the middle of New York City. Right. Start blowing Shoot lions away. Anyway, right. I don't know. But the, the but the show is just really weird yeah. and goofy. But it it must be a good book. I haven't read it, but yeah. it, it must be a pretty good book. And watching the TV show made me think of, you know, the Stephen King books are good books. Right. You know, I mean, Cujo is a, a pretty good, good book. book. It's not my favorite. No. But it's pretty it's but good. it's a pretty good book. And when scary stuff happens, you don't start laughing. Right. 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 When when the lion is like pulling a dead guy up the tree. Right. I'm I'm that's kind uh, of it's funny. funny. Yeah. Right. It's kind of it's funny. Not, there's right. nothing it scary here. It's not it's right. not only not scary, it's funny that you think it's scary, right? Or whatever. Right. Yeah. But this yeah. movie felt like something. There were a lot of parts in this movie where I was thinking, you know, this would be a good book. But it's a book that doesn't translate very well into yeah. trying to show it to me in a movie. Because you've got – there's so many things happening where what you're trying to do is show me him thinking. Right. And that it it, 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 it just doesn't really work. And yeah. there are long spans where – you know, you're writing this out, you're writing the screenplay, and you're going, well, what I'd like to do is just, you know, have some, like, internal dialogue, have some, like, yeah, narration. He just sits there for a while and thinks. Right. But I can't do that, so I have to have him talk to people and say goofy things that no one would say. Right. And have a conversation where a person asks him a question that no one would ask him so that he can say whatever it is. Right. Because it's really, really, yeah. it's all this memory, internal, I'm thinking about stuff. Yeah you know, going on. I actually, I know we're getting to Jupiter ascending. I I thought at one point too, that the film distinctly felt like an elongated adaptation of a short story, you know, that some, like some Philip K. Dick had come up with something. And again, you know, he has, it's been, Oh yeah, yeah. But you have to the, fill all right, and it just was like time, we'll right. we'll make this, and we can get Ben Kingsley, and we can do Ryan Reynolds, and we got this budget, but we're going to need another forty-five minutes. And you're like, I guess I can chase some stuff, <laughs> right? I'll we could do a lot you know, of running around. We'll do a lot, I know somebody I can have who will flip their identity, you know. And I'm just like, right. all right, uh, but but then it, it but you it know, can't be an eight minute either. It's like, got so many things that yeah. it wants to do, right? And like I said, it's got this end in mind, yeah. And it just demands to get there, Look, no matter what dumb thing. You know, the girl chases down the car in the middle yeah, of the woods, right? So that so that she can get in she a car. Cut, yeah. Why? Who would do that? I know we're leaving, and I and this is a bit spoilerific. So if you don't want to know anything, silence me for the next twenty seconds. But I really hoped at the end, Ben Kingsley, you know, Ryan Reynolds would have made the opposite decision, 
And I would have been like, I might be all right with saving this movie mentally if he had chosen differently with all the pills and the things. And I've been like, that would have been kind of cool. And then the movie just ends with him. And then him. he's just like, he, he's just rich again. Way. I'm just going to go on my own way. I'll set you up with a, an island and yeah. just knowing you. You know, this the, is what I really want. I, I feel like there are a couple. Of I might have been okay with that. I feel like there are a couple of different endings I was so that could have been cool. Yeah, I know. I didn't so, care. So was I. I just wanted the most ridiculous thing but, at that point. But there were, there were other things that could you know it it ends so you know it ends happy but it's like boring kind of it ends in yeah. kind of a boring way i think it would have been cool if like all of a sudden he like pretended right to, to, to be to be i'm just gonna it. pretend i'm mark right and he just uh, right. you know whatever yep or whatever it is it's just something it was just so it was kind of eh. it was i'm kind glad of, i'm glad that it didn't go the really cheesy you know movie of the week kind of route where he had an estranged kid, never knew him. That kid, like you would have to have that kid die in a car accident or some weird thing. And then he jumped into his kid's body, had to live his kid. No, All right. don't do any of that. Now, now, you've now gone, I'm ruining that. Now, now you've gone too far. All right. Uh, you know, for a while I thought it was going to do the, uh, she just falls in love with the new him. Right. And then, yeah. and then it's like, they have this decision. They have this that. decision yeah. to make together. Right. And then I hoped it would never, she do doesn't know what to if do. Come That's up like the lifetime movie. I would sure. have walked out. I would have been like, man, I'm in the lobby. You tell me how it runs. Yeah. That would have been, cause cool. that would have, that would have right. sucked. Uh, anyway, so speaking of sucked, not, not really much to recommend in I, a way, even though, even though I, I don't hate it. Yeah. That it it Go was okay. And it, and it had some okay parts. And, uh, you know, right. I'll tell you the one thing. It did have some okay parts. We are running out of time, but I will say I did like the fighting. I was yeah, happy I with the was way that, with that they did, because they didn't, you know, go on and on sure. and on. It was like much more realistic yep, very uh, brief. fight scenes. And that was, that yeah. was pretty cool. So at least it did something right. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, but, uh, so you yeah, no, no one's it. going to see it anyway. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the critic takedown. <laughs> That's a good thing. As we said, is uh, Jupiter Ascending. The review is uh, from The Wrap. The Wrap. Yeah, the famous Wrap. Okay. Yeah, therap.com. Right, it's, yeah, I know. Uh, everybody knows what that right. is, right? Uh, the uh, critic is Alonzo Durald, or Duralde, I'm not sure. Right, sorry, Alonzo. Uh, because I've only seen it written, man. I mean, right. yeah, what, you do, never what do you want said. me to do? Right. Uh, okay, no, so, uh, he, you know, actually, I have to look this up real quick we're live looking stuff up and right that's uh, all right it's very exciting because i couldn't remember exactly what his uh rating through metacritic because he couldn't i don't even i don't even know alonzo i can't remember the film uh given this more like i don't i cannot imagine anyone really loving this film so much so that they gave it a 90 or above so what we have to share is the movie is uh 40 right now on right. Uh, on Metacritic, which, you know, quite frankly, is not that bad. It's not that bad. He gave it 85. 85. So his rap, wow. his rap rate is uh, 85. So now, like on his review, I don't think he has a rating. So, yeah. so if, is, you, if you go okay. to the rap, I, I don't think they do rating. Notes. We could find out. But, it, it, you know, and that's interesting because what Metacritic will then do is take the tone of your of your review and assign you a number that it feels is right. applicable to what you've done. So we may be giving Alonzo a little bit more or less, but we'll find out if we go to the rap. And oh, no. Well, he says really good things about it. Well, so I think it's pretty He might fair. be 90. I think, right. Oh, he, man. He might be. Uh, oh, anyway, so uh, we don't have tons of time, but the name of his review. Uh, yeah, and by the way, you know we hated it. So we hated uh, it. Every, I everybody that. knows we we hated it a lot. Uh, 
oddly enough, I I've seen plenty of stuff to hate more since then. Yeah. Which uh, man, this is this is a, this is a really great year. Yeah. <laughs> the name of his review, the title of his review, is "The Wachowskis Craft: A Sci-Fi Saga That's Breathlessly Exciting but Utterly Ridiculous." That's his 85 review. That's, well, he's that's, got half of that right. That's your title. So this is a this is actually a, a kind of a strange review. It's it's kind of fascinating to read this review. First of all, spends a lot of his review telling you what happens in the movie. Okay. So well, uh, so don't there's, we do that sometimes. There's not there's not a lot of meat. Right. But uh, among the meat, uh, there were some there's some really great quotes that I think are awesome. I you could write like a dissertation on right. movie criticism for. So he says, it's a sci-fi saga that's convoluted and silly, yes, but also exciting and enthralling. He didn't see this movie. <laughs> so, no, I'm going to go on a limb. He saw the trailer, so and he didn't see any of this. The the thing that's weird is to say something is convoluted and silly. So this this takes me back like right away to uh, Roger Ebert reviewing right. Crystal Skull, because right. that's that's what Roger Ebert said. Right. You know, Yeah, it couldn't be more stupid, but also it's awesome. Right. <laughs> Right. <laughs> which I which I called foul on then, and I call foul on now. It can't yeah. it can't be convoluted and silly. But anyway, he says this 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 is my favorite part right here. Okay, okay. he says trying it. to keep up with the plots, counterplots, deceptions, and shifting allegiances will make your head spin. But thankfully, it boils down to good aliens and bad aliens. The reason I think that is awesome is because he thinks this movie is complicated. Right. I mean. Nothing could be more straightforward than everything that happens in this movie. It's right. so I mean it's like the, the the plot twist of of the guy who is trying to be a good guy but then aha uh -huh. he's a bad guy and he's faking it. Like you know, he's a he's a, a complicated bad guy. Like if you watch Red Dwarf and you know the hologram has right. an H on his yeah. forehead, right? Yeah. He's just got bad guy like right on his forehead. He comes <laughs> He walks into the room like, you know, wiping the blood out of his mouth or, right. you know, like he just ate a baby in the uh, the room. I need to. It's so obvious. I see. I'm looking at it. I'm looking at his review, too. And I see two things that stand out. One, I'm going to read in. I'm not terribly taking it out of context, but he actually is. As he's describing things, he says, Jupiter seems as confused as we are. She spends most of her time trying to figure out what's going on. And as such, Kunis is has to play reactively, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that doesn't sound terribly favorable, but this now makes all the, all the sense in the world. He's just a Wachowski fan. He says, but who cares if the story is occasionally impenetrable? Oh, that, if, that's exactly one of the quotes that I've written. Oh, down. I'm sorry to jump ahead. No, then, but okay. I'm looking at it. He says, who cares if the story is occasionally impenetrable or if some gags land with a thud when the thrills and the eye candy keep coming at such a breathless pace? Exactly. That's, that's all I need to know. <laughs> right. That's because exactly what I wrote down. Come, that's really funny. If you don't come to the story, you know, expecting something a little bit smarter than what you'll get on the back of a Lucky Charms box, no wonder you're dazzled with all the bright colors and right. shiny it's, objects. It's like uh, – And you're willing to you you like the video game that's about right, to happen right. more than the movie anyway. You can't hate Speed Racer because look, Mach 5. <laughs> because look how pretty. You know, right. and I'm like, actually, actually, it doesn't matter. I remember we said something to the effect of, yeah, I mean, you want to talk about what it has going for it. Okay, you know, Channing Tatum isn't horrible. Mila Kunis has nothing to do. Eddie Redmayne is absolutely abysmal. But it looks good. Right. Like it does look good, but that's not enough. Right. That's nowhere near enough. That's just something you've got to have when you make a mega bucks kind of film that's about the future and 
sci-fi monsters. That, no, I'm, I expect it to look fantastic. And if right. it doesn't, you've done something wrong. Yeah, it's it's funny because uh, bye bye th- this is this is one wow. of those movies. You know, you've got to know you've got to know who your critics are. I'm telling you, you do. Uh, that, that's a good point because I mean, look, we we do we make mistakes. We've been called on them, and we sometimes change our mind about stuff when we think about it. But I think we're pretty consistent with what we like and why we like it, and I think we can back it up. Right. But I'm not going to show for something because it's fast and pretty. Right. But if you're the hell out if of you're, here. If your theory of backing stuff oh, up man, is. My head hurts. If your theory of backing stuff up is, uh, well, look, the eye candy keeps coming right. at, <laughs> at, at a breathless pace. If you're at a Hooters and, restaurant, and that's great. And therefore, it's a good movie. Oh, man. You know what I love about that, too? And we're running out of it. time. And uh, I'm going to tell you, if you're listening live, we're uh, going gonna to go over uh, just uh, probably just a little bit. Right. Um but we've got like 30 seconds left of live and we're going to go over by at least a couple minutes. So thanks for tuning in. Um, but yeah. you're going to get cut off in a second. But anyway, the, the other awesome thing about yeah. that quote yeah. is that what he's talking about when he says some gags land with a thud is the whole Brazil part. The oh, whole, is he? The, the whole part in there where, uh, and he even says, you know, it's like it's based on Brazil. It's, right. uh, there's, uh, I mean, Terry Gilliam's got like a little cameo in yeah. it. And there's this whole extended thing where it's like this whole homage to Brazil, basically, right. but Brazil's more specifically, right? And it's it's a very weird part of the movie where it feels like it's just lands in there right and and he doesn't like it or think it's funny or whatever i'm like jesus christ that's the only good part of the movie (laughs) (laughs) and it's the thing that you can't stand that you say uh it's like a gag that lands with a thud i'm like you know when that part of the movie happened is uh, like i woke up for a minute and went wait is uh is this all just what we had to lead in to make something interesting yeah i mean it doesn't turn anything around into being like a great movie it's not even like a great part of the movie right but it was at least interesting and kind of fun that 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 happened i'm like god that was the only like positive that was good yeah i got out of the movie it reminded me then, as it does right now, when I'm thinking back on the, the sci-fi, like kind of maybe they're silly on purpose and maybe they're just kind of having fun with themselves. Like, I love The Fifth Element. I, right. thought, I thought it was really fun and entertaining. I did too. That movie and, was great. And, and surprisingly kind of lighthearted, although not slapstick. But this thing felt like it just tried to take what was on the floor and reshoot it and be like, well, I know this will be great because that was Luke Besson. Like, right. you know, right. you, you just can't. I just I love the way he ends his review where he's like ultimately it all boils down to two questions is Jupiter ascending completely bananas absolutely and will you have fun watching it and he says as long as you're okay with the answer to the first question I don't see why not I, no <laughs> no because it, it doesn't define you know define completely bananas is it is it you know more organized right than meatballs a shit fight at the zoo where they're meatballs is completely bananas right and that that's great right you know. But I, you know, but you know, there's bananas and there's bananas, but you know, this is one of those movies. It's funny because, you know, all these parts that he talks about in the movie, this is one of those movies where, uh, you know, Mila Kunis could go to the premiere of this movie and you see this every once in a while. It's not, it's not that rare. Yep. Uh, when you get an, when you get an actor or actress who will actually talk right at a, at a premiere. Right. But, you know, you will get this every once in a while where someone has not seen the movie until the premiere and then they, you know, walk out and they go, 
That's pretty good. Right. Because they don't they know. Have no clue. They don't know what's going on. We just this saw is, that. This is a movie where, uh, I mean, they read the script and everything. Right, but, but that's that, not that doesn't necessarily right. mean anything, right? Yeah. Where, uh, you know, you could easily have uh, anyone in the movie, you know, walk out of seeing it and go, yeah. shit, I didn't think it was going to yeah. be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I had no idea it was going to be like that at all. I mean, right. it, it's it, it's funny that... Uh, we're not only having trouble keeping up with the plots and counterplots of like the world's most straightforward plot right. ever, right? right. Uh, but we predict you will too, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, and we think you'll love it, right? You know? <laughs> right. It, I mean, that just happened with Fury Road. I mean, Tom Hardy famously went up to George Miller and apologized to him. He's like, "I wish I knew what you were trying to do when you were asking me to do what you wanted me to do. I would have been better." Right. You know, right. I had no clue, and I just saw it, and it kicks ass. Like, right. This is amazing. Right. And you know. I'll, yeah. I don't know. That's a, It's funny that they, you happen to bring that up because, you know, Fury Road's bananas. It is. It's pretty crazy. I, I mean, it's it's it, yeah. it has no story, basically. Right. It, it's got it, it's got like a sentence long, complete yeah. story. And it's just driving crazy crap around and having, you know, uh, ju- just so we you can know, have violence and it. cars driving in the desert. And I love it. It's totally bananas. Yep. But. Everything makes sense. The characters right. all right. make There's sense. There's a lot of eye candy. It's moving fast. <laughs> right. I, I want to see what I want to see what he. Lo- I'm going to look this review up. If he didn't rate that a ten, oh, it'd be awesome. If I it, need to see. We're this spinning right off now. into like a. a we're going to have a spinoff show. Where okay, we'll look, I'm going to give Alonzo Duralde a little bit of credit. He rated Fury Road 95. And and I am going to without looking at his review, I'm going to just assume it's because it was fast and pretty. <laughs> Like that, at least. Okay, we're not gonna just no, we're not gonna just furious. we're not gonna just read I gotta his see, reviews. I gotta see what Alonzo did for that. It's, uh, well, anyway, I'll be doing it off the air, but this, I need to know now. Yeah, we'll we'll let people go now. But uh, this one was uh, for me even crazier than the last one because only an eighty for the last Fast and the Furious, not quite as quick and pretty. That's right. There was all uh, right. I'm, the, I'm it, done with Alonzo. It slowed down at times, Man, and that, that was uh, and that was crazy. Anyway. Uh, I love so, this segment. <laughs> yeah. I want to know what other people like. Uh, I'm sure you do. So uh, email us oh, at uh, mark at uh, wn.com. That's uh, that's my easy film review dot com yeah. uh, address. So you can remember that really easily. What was uh, it again? Mark at wn.com. Yeah, that's so easy. Exactly. Wow. See, that's great. Uh, yeah, and let us know what other critics need to be taken down. Yeah, and we will get on that. And any other questions? If you have any questions, you know the interesting, <laughs> really fun questions that we love getting. So then you'll get on the air. Right. Is uh, if you have any questions about something we already reviewed or right. something we obviously are about to review, let yeah. us know what you want to know. Uh, our perspective on about the movie man and uh, go visit us at filmreview.com and are you screening.com Ant-Man is next week. And I, I thought we'd be getting a lot of questions yeah. about what do you feel? No, about this no one cares because it's Comic-Con. It doesn't. It, right. just, Comic-Con. All, I love how Comic-Con is the go-to Comic-Con for takes Comic-Con. over. No one does anything else. Right. That That's all their, uh, <laughs> whatever time they had to email us, they are, we should broadcast Comic-Con. live from Comic Con next year. That's what we'll do. Yeah, we'll uh, <laughs> we'll we'll get on that. Awesome. That's, that's already set up. Cool. That's in the works. That's perfect. Don't, don't worry about I that. I can't wait. All right. Thanks for uh, tuning in. We'll be back next week, like you said, with Ant Man. And uh, once again, you know, thanks for tuning in. Share, subscribe, make everyone listen to us. Yeah. And uh, I'll tell you, it's actually really 
really cool and easy to uh, find us on iTunes right yeah. now because uh, if, you just, if you just search film review, all one word, yep. then uh, we'll come right we'll up. And right up. Uh, we're also on Stitcher and all that. And we'll see you next week. Yeah. Cabela's is coming to Northern Virginia with a spectacular new store in Gainesville. Find everything you need for hunting, fishing, camping, and shooting sports, plus much more. Join us for our grand opening celebration Thursday, March 9th at 10 a.m. Be one of the first 500 in line and receive a Cabela's gift card worth up to $500, plus a chance to win one of three Remington firearms. See store for details. Don't miss Cabela's grand opening in Gainesville, located off I-66 and Highway 29 near Virginia Gateway. Hi, this is Maury Moreland Morrison, here to tell you GEICO has more than just great savings. Much more. Yes, while GEICO could help you rack up more moolah faster than you can say metamorphosis, they've also been the fastest-growing auto insurer for more than 10 years. That's more like it. Furthermore, GEICO has fast and friendly claim service. That might seem like an oxymoron, but it's not. All the more reason to say no other auto insurer has more more than GEICO. GEICO. Expect great savings and a whole lot more.